Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value in income and natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. This is the first episode, and before we touch on all the interesting things about natural hair, I wanted to give you insight on who I am and why this is my passion. Background story, I grew up in Flint, Michigan, which is a small town known as the Vehicle City. Back in the day when I was growing up, Flint was thriving. We had General Motors here, they had several factories, and there were other companies here providing services for those factories. A lot of people were employed, and there was a lot of money in the city. I lived in a two-parent home with my younger brother, And at a young age, life was great, y'all. I mean, no worries, just get up and go, right? (laughs) As I got older, though, I did realize there was something different about me. I had a speech impediment, and I stuttered. And let me tell y'all, kids can be so mean. They can be so rude. And I quickly realized that because of my speech issues, it caused me to shut down. Um, It was hard for me to make friends, and it was definitely hard for me to fit in. On the flip side, my mother has always been a beautiful woman, very classy, stylish lady. She believed in her image and her hair and her nails. She always kept herself together. She was going to the beauty shop every other week on her only day off and would come home looking fabulous. My mother has always been a beautiful woman, very classy, very stylish lady. She believed in keeping her image together. As I got older, (laughs) I wanted the same thing. I wanted to look good. And so she began taking me to the beauty shop with her every other week to get my hair done. And my dad was like, listen, you are spending too much money on getting hair services done for the both of you two every other week. So she decided to attend beauty school. And it wasn't to make a career out of the beauty industry, she was going to make it a side hustle. She knew that I was coming up and I wanted services done and she wanted to be able to provide those services for me. But as she attended beauty school, she did realize that, first of all, there's good money in this industry, but she also found a passion for making others look and feel good. In beauty school, my mother was such a great student. Her instructor fell in love with her and she's like, you know what? You're so good at this. Could you come back to be an instructor? And so my mom, without any hesitation, took on the opportunity to become a licensed instructor. So she went to school for that. And who would have known years later, she would have opened up her very own beauty school. Now, while all this was happening, I was in high school and I was not thinking about hairstyling or going to beauty school. That was not on my list of things to do. I did dance for a few years and I've also played um, high school sports. I was very athletic. And by the time senior year came, which came very quickly, I did not know what I was doing next, y'all. 
I always had a passion for dance, but I did not spend a lot of my years pursuing or perfecting my dancing. So I didn't know what to do. My high school coach came to me. He's like, listen, you got a scholarship to Tennessee State. They want you to come down there to run track and field. But you know what I did? I did not go. I cannot believe to this day I denied that opportunity. Who knows what, where I would have been today. But I honestly believe that I turned that down because of my shyness, low self-esteem, and just uncertainty in myself. So my parents ask me all the time, what are you doing? What's your plans? I enrolled in a local college and I said, I'll figure it out. In the meantime, I would go to the beauty school, spectate, watch the other students, and of course, get money when I needed it. <laughs> but the more I stuck around, I started noticing how beautiful this industry was. It wasn't even long before I enrolled in cosmetology. And I must tell y'all, that was the best decision I made for myself. Attending beauty school really, really, really cracked the code on who I was and really helped me understand the type of person that I am. Um, while I was in beauty school, I was able to practice my communication skills along with my technical skills. And I learned that the more my skills improve, the more confident I became as a person. So I'm telling y'all this, beauty school totally transformed my life. Since graduating from beauty school, I've been able to work my way up in the business. I started off as a student, went back for an instructor, um, did admissions to administrator, to the compliance director, and I am now co-owner and president of the beauty school. I've also had my share of experience in the, in the professional salons. I've worked in a few salons over the years as well. When I started my journey in the beauty industry, I remember my mom always asking me, girl, what's wrong with your hair? Why are you walking around looking like that? Put a relaxer on that head. It was something about my image that just wasn't traditional. Back then, people were wearing the long hair, straight hair, and relaxers were in. Me, on the other hand, I was more into the braids, um, perm rise sets, straw sets. Those were my styles. However, my niche was color cuts and curls. So I was known for that in my community. You want your hair cut, color, and style, you go see me. Even with that, I've always felt a sense of disconnection, not being able to provide my clients with the services that I enjoyed. Down the road, I did start to notice how people were then curious about the natural hair industry. The big natural hair movement came about. People were looking to transition. Um, a lot more people were, were locking up their hair. And so I was right at the brink of all of those changes. At the beauty school, we created a um, natural hair culturist curriculum, which I put together and it teaches locks, twists, braids, weaves, and maintenance on natural hair care. And so that program is my baby. I love it. I enjoy teaching it. And my passion is to spread that news and that information so that more and more people are embracing their natural hair. But I must say that hair is such a powerful tool that so many people use to feel beautiful, to make us feel empowered, and even accept it. And as a professional stylist, it's so rewarding to help someone see the beauty in themselves through their hair. And when you think about hair, hair has always played a significant role in our community, even with our ancestors. When people start experiencing scap disorders or have hair concerns, 
it caused a lot of social anxiety and emotional stress. So on this podcast, let's get to the root of our natural hair and let's learn to embrace who we are through our hair. I am so grateful and so happy that I took on the journey of becoming a licensed professional in the beauty industry. You know, growing up, I did not always think that this industry was lucrative, and I'm sure there are many stigmas around this industry. There are many people that look down on stylists or look down on professionals. Even when you attend beauty school, you have a lot of people in your ear, you know, that's always communicating, oh, you can make more money doing this, or you could, or you should go to school and do that, or, or don't waste your time going to beauty school or becoming a professional. But I tell you, if you take this industry serious, the rewards are so lucrative, the benefits are so vast, and the opportunities are amazing. But you have to have that mindset. You have to have the passion for people and helping people and helping them look and feel their best. You know, my words of encouragement will be to know that this is your passion and do it to help others. You do what you love and the money will follow. Now, at the end of every episode, I want to cover a hair myth. Today's hair myth is natural hair isn't professional. Now, I'm sure you've heard that several times. You probably read about it in news articles. You probably watched videos about it. But let's break down why. So who defines the role of professional? What do they say professional look like? Is it because for so many, many years, we have been used to seeing a certain image as being professional? And now that we are embracing what is given to us by our creator, it's defying the ideal image of what professional looks like. Now, one thing I love about natural hair is its versatility. Hair defies gravity, so yes, it may defy their definition of professionalism or what professional looks like, but I'm gonna give you a tip. If you are struggling with your image of being professional, take a look at how you're dressing up your natural hair. If you wanna accessorize it, accessorize it. Put some nice clothes on, put a pair of earrings on and pop some lip color on them lips and you will have your professional. Now, I do understand that many workplaces still have issues with natural hairstyles, but y'all, laws are being created and they're being reevaluated to make sure that these issues are not coming up as a place of a way to discriminate. Our hair grows the way God intended it to. So who are they to say what is and isn't professional? Thank you for listening to the Natural Hair Education's first podcast. If you want to discuss any hair myth, hair stories, or any topics that you want to hear about, please visit my website at naturalhairedu.com and submit your questions or comments there. Don't forget to subscribe and share with a friend. Until then, let's empower, educate, and embody our essence through the love of our hair. Thanks for listening.